0: Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today we have an amazing story, which is told in the Mishnah Midos, which is a uh, several chapters, five chapters of Mishnayos that tell about the different midos, the measurements of the base of Mikdash, of the second base of Mikdash, how high it was, how wide it was, how deep it was. About the size of the Mesbayach and the descriptions of all these things. The size of the base of Mictush, the size of the Harabayas, the mountain that it was on, and many, many interesting details about the Avoida in the base of Mictush as well. So, in the base of Mictush there was a certain gate called Shar Nicanor, the gate of Nicanor. And, this was not the Nicanor who was involved in the destruction of the base of Mikdush, but rather it was a Yid, a Jew, who was involved in a very, very generous way of constructing the base of Mikdush. Now, I don't mean that he built the base of Mikdush itself, but after the base of Mikdush was built, there was a gigantic doorway and it was 20 almost high, which is about 30 feet, which is about as tall as a three floor building and about, um, about 10, um, about 10 feet wide. And there was a beautiful gateway, but there was no doors. To make such doors would be very, very expensive. But Nicanor, who was a very wealthy man, Undertook to provide these doors, two gigantic copper or brass doors, or maybe there are bronze doors, um, that would be beautifully carved and would just be a tremendous addition in the beauty and the honor of the base of In fact, these doors were not even open all the time. They were open on Shabbos, for and if the Melech was there at the base of victor they would be open to his honor. Otherwise, very small, much smaller doors would be used to go from the Ezra's Noshim, the women's courtyard, to the Ezra's Yisrael, the courtyard known as the courtyard of the, of the, of the Yisraelim. Now, it wasn't really a courtyard only for women, but it was a courtyard which had a balcony where women could see from up above. And of course, as we know, spiritually women are on a higher level than men, as they have what's called Bina Yaseda, an extra level of understanding. And there are many stories in the Chumash about the great Betachan, um, which women had in Hashem. That's why they didn't take part in the Chet ego. And that's why they made special gifts for the Hanukkah, Samishkan for the dedication of the Mishkan. They actually wove special tapestries for the Mishkan on the backs of the goats, which meant that they were living tapestries in a way. And in addition to that, there are other things which they were very special about. As you may know, they brought tambourines with them to celebrate the Kriyas Yamsuf, the crossing of the Yamsuf, whereas the men did not have the same amount of v'tachon that there would be a nace, and that's why they didn't bring tambourines. But in any case, although it's called a women's courtyard, it was really a courtyard that had two sections. Downstairs was for men, and upstairs in the big balcony were women, and they could see everything from up up above, and since they were up above, as the Dev explains, that's an indication of their higher spiritual level. In any case, the Ezra's Noshim, that courtyard, was not the holiest place in the base of Mikdash. There was a much holier place called the Azarah, and to get to the Azara, you had to go through that gateway that we just described, which later was called the Shara Nicanor, the gateway of Nicanor. And there were many steps. In fact, there was 15 steps to get up to the gate. And sometimes the Levium would sing and play their instruments on this, on these steps. And in addition, there were more steps once you got up into the main Azara, the main courtyard. There was first a section called Ezra's Yisroel, then there was Ezra's Kohanim, and there were steps. The, the Kohanim would duchen from there. They would bless the Jewish people from those steps, and then it was flat all the way to the Mizbeach, um, and so on. So in any case, for many, many years, there was this beautiful uh, opening gateway from the Ezra's Nashim to the Ezra's Yisrael, the courtyard of the women to the courtyard of the Yisrael, but there was no doors. And so Nicanor, this very wealthy Jew, in his generosity said he's going to purchase doors, he's going to have doors made specially, of course, and these doors will be made in Mitzrayim, in Egypt. Because at that time, the most talented, the most skilled uh, workers in this type of metal uh, w- lived in Metrion, and therefore he ordered doors to be made with exact right measurements. And when it came time to get them, he himself went on the ch- on the ship to get the doors. They were beautiful copper doors or maybe they were bronze doors, and they shone almost like gold. They were carved beautifully with the very intricate patterns of carving. And as I say, they were very, very big. They were about 30 feet tall and about 10 feet wide. And so the doors were loaded onto the ship, and they were so heavy that actually later on, when they were put up in the base of Mikdash, it took 20 men pushing to open the doors and 20 men to, of course, close the doors. So you can imagine how gigantic these doors were and how heavy. They put them on the ship and the ship took off from Alexandria, which is a city of Mitzrayim, on their way to Eretz Yisrael, Eretz HaKodesh. But unfortunately, there was a terrible storm, and the storm was so strong, the winds and the waves, and the boat was unfortunately very low in the water because of the tremendous weight of these doors, and eventually the captain said, Nicanor, he had to scream because of the tremendous noise of the storm and the waves. And he said, Nicanor, we're going to have to throw off one of your doors because otherwise our entire ship is going to sink. We're going to all drown in the sea if we don't throw off one of those doors because the ship is lying so low in the water from the weight that water is coming in from the storm. And the only way we can be saved is if we throw off one of those doors so that the boat is lighter and it floats higher in the water. Nicanor did not have a choice. What's he going to say? Keep the doors on so we'll all drown? Of course, he can't say that. He said, okay. So they threw off one of the doors. However, the storm continued, and the boat was still in danger. And so eventually the captain said to Nicanor, Nicanor, we have to throw off the other door also. No, said Nicanor. No, no. Throw me off first. If you are going to try to throw off that door, you're going to have to throw me off first. No, I will not allow my second door to also be thrown off. As soon as he said these words, the storm miraculously stopped. And the rest of the way to Eretz Yisrael, it was a smooth journey. Except for not, for Nicanor it wasn't smooth because he was so upset. he was very, very upset because one of the doors was lost, and obviously he couldn't just have one door in the base of Victors he had to have two doors. He was very upset that the one door had been lost, but the boat continued there to stroll. And then another miracle happened. When they pulled into the port in Eretz Yisrael, and they got ready to unload the one door which they had, they saw that the other door had miraculously floated all the way. It was under the door, under the boat, and they were able to pull it up onto the dry land. Now you might ask, how could a very heavy metal door float? Obviously, there was another nas of Hashem. So there was two nays in which were done for Nicanor. One, that when he said, throw me off first, because he cared so much about his gift to the base of Mikdash, then Hashem miraculously stopped the storm. And the second nas was that the door, which was heavy metal, miraculously floated under the ship all the way to Eretz and so these doors were put in place in the gate, which was now called Shar Nicanor the gate of Nicanor. And they were so shiny that they matched the other doors in the base of Mikdash, which at that time were all made of gold. Because even though they were not gold, but Hashem made a constant miracle that the doors were as shiny as gold, not just as shiny as regular bronze or copper, but they were miraculously shiny so that they looked like gold. And this is the story of the gates of Nicanor. This was one of the most beautiful parts of the base of Mikdash. And in our study of the base of Mikdash, We know that there was many doors in the base of Mikdash. And when the Jewish people were wealthy enough, they made all these doors of gold. Or at least plated them with gold. Covered them with gold. And so too, whatever they could do to make the base of Mikdash beautiful and kavedik, honorable, they would do. Not to honor the base of Mikdash itself, but to honor Hashem, whose house it is. The earthly earthly dwelling. And the same thing is with the guards. Guards were not needed to protect the base of Mikdash from enemies. Hashem could do that himself. But the guards were for honor. And this also teaches us a lesson in our own lives that we should try to make ourselves like a little base of Mikdash, a place where Hashem dwells, and so to our homes, and so to our neighborhoods and our shuls. And to do that, we have to try to have them to be as beautiful as possible because they are done for a mitzvah. And also, in our learning of Torah and our davening and our doing of mitzvahs, to make them also as beautiful as possible because each mitzvah that we do helps to bring the base of Miktash quicker. May it happen immediately, if not sooner. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and more. And this story is also dedicated to Moshe Zeleg ben Rachel Leah for Rafua Shalema. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and more.